Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vradenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 41, and the topic for today is reflection and feedback. Now, I've been off for a few weeks, even though I had intended to stay focused on a regular cadence of delivering these episodes to you. Unfortunately, I uh, became ill and actually had uh, the flu for a while, and then my voice took a while to get back again. And as you may actually be able to hear, my voice isn't completely back yet either, but I didn't want to leave it any longer before providing you another episode. Now, I get questions from a number of you as to what's coming up in the series. I always uh, talk about that I take input from all of you when you send me requests and I try to line up a topic for me to address specifically or in certain cases I also get a guest to come on the show and talk about particular topics as well. And before we get into sort of the depth of the reflection and feedback topic, I wanted to just do a little a bit of looking forward and give you an idea of what kinds of things are on the list for future episodes. Not all of these will necessarily happen, but I'm trying to make these uh, happen, but these are the ones that at least are on the candidate list of future topics for future episodes. So let me just run down that list for a bit. Uh, The first is interactions between sleep, food, mood, and exercise, and that will likely be happening very soon. Another one on optimizing technology, one on dealing with difficult people, another with a guest, Uh, errors in thinking, creative parenting is another, effective writing, again with a guest host, dealing with email, dental hygiene, vegetarianism, interesting hobbies, healthy snacks and drinks, improving your mind, volunteerism, yoga practices and meditation, taking time for yourself, female perspectives, chiropractic health, financial habits, stop being the victim, going green, discussing effectively, visualizations, affirmations, willpower and self-discipline, retiring effectively, maternity leaves, changing careers, dealing with travel, and using social media. It's a fairly long list, but as I always encourage you to do as well, please do send along any ideas you may have, as well as if there are items on that list that I just read that you're particularly interested in and you'd like to have me move up on the list uh, so that it comes up sooner rather than later, please let me know that too, because it is a fairly long list and it'll keep us going for quite some time. So if there's something you'd like to uh, have expedited or move forward in time in terms of my planning, can certainly do that. Now, thinking about the topic of reflection and feedback, I just wanted to give you this uh, quote by Peter Drucker. Follow effective action with quiet reflection. From the quiet reflection will come even more effective action. We often spend time moving ahead, actively engaging in whatever it is that we do, and also focusing heavily on the topics that we've chosen to work on. Now, for this, our 41st episode, 
I wanted to reflect and thank all of you and celebrate having worked on almost 400 ideas. I just read you all the topics coming up. We've had, you know, 40 episodes thus far of topics already that we've gone through. And I think it's appropriate to sit back and reflect on how all of that is going as well as think a little about the overall process and the overall delivery mechanism here for it as well. Now, the 10th suggestion on most of the episodes we do typically involves some sort of reflection on the progress that you need to keep tabs on, which I'd like to do as a dedicated topic for this entire episode. Now, during the hiatus, the time that I spent away from this podcast series over the holidays, I spent some time thinking about why I do this podcast. It started out with me doing one-on-one mentoring at work and realizing that I could record some of the advice I was giving and make it available to all my mentees, as well as many, many others via this podcasting mechanism. I enjoyed putting those episodes together and improving them over time with a better quality sound through post-production editing and filtering. And some of that, by the way, is summarized on my blog, carlvradenberg.com. And then adding the occasional interview, thinking of new formats, largely from suggestions that you all sent. And as the podcast became more popular, it became more expensive to produce and host. I thought about defraying some of those costs by bringing on advertising, but at least at this point, I don't want to do that. I thought about the rewards I get from doing this, which are not monetary. The real rewards come from knowing that what I do is appreciated by those who listen to this podcast. But how do I know that it's being appreciated? Well, by whatever feedback I get. The feedback takes the form of the email that you send me, the comments left on the show notes site, the ratings and reviews in iTunes, position on the top podcast iTunes list, and the number of downloads per month. I cherish the words those of you who have provided feedback expressed to me. But very, very few of you have in fact provided feedback, and I'd love to hear from you too. The ratings, the reviews, and the comments that have been contributed are amazingly good, but there are also only a few of them. In Canada, for example, in the iTunes store, and realize that the iTunes store is separate for every country. So every country has, when you have comments that you make or ratings that you make, uh, it only shows up in that country and not in any other. So in Canada, you only have one uh, rating and review and not enough to display an average rating, for example, even though I know there are a lot of people uh, listening to this podcast in, in Canada. In the U.S., there are 11 ratings and five reviews. In Australia, similarly, there's one rating and a review. In the U.K., has one rating and one comment as well. And that's sort of the pattern through the rest of the countries as well. I mention at the end of every podcast how you can provide feedback, but as I was reflecting on this recently, I realized that I never really provide you any help with that feedback skill or habit. For all the other things we discuss on this podcast series, I give you fairly detailed top 10 lists to help you get going on the topic being discussed. But when it comes to feedback, I just mention it in passing. I spent some time over the last few days providing feedback on some other podcasts I enjoy the most and was delighted to find that 
I had already provided feedback on a number of them, and one of them four years ago, and my review was rated as being the most useful. That made me feel really good. And as we discussed in the episode on expressing gratitude, it generally feels good to express thanks to others. So I'd like to look at the topic of reflection and providing feedback and actually give you a top 10 list, not just for providing feedback on the work we're doing together here on this podcast series, but also in general providing feedback. It's often the case that in technologies that are called Web 2.0, you may have heard that term, the overall model is one of not people just receiving information, but receiving information and providing information themselves. And a lot of that feedback is often ratings and comments and reviews. But what's interesting is that the percentage of use of information versus contributing information and comments and ratings and feedback and the like, there's a huge, huge difference between those. And the percentages of people providing feedback is, you know, minuscule compared to the number of people that typically use it. And so part of the problem, I think, is that those mechanisms are often not easy enough to use. It's not obvious enough how you do provide comments and feedback. So I'd like to just go through a list of top 10 items for thinking about how to provide feedback and then actually going ahead and doing it again, not just on this particular podcast, but in general using these kinds of systems. So number one is to reflect on what the podcast or whatever item, or in this case, this podcast means to you and what value it provides you. Number two is think about how you would tell a friend about the podcast. How would you describe it? What would you suggest? What perspective do you get that is you know, valuable from this effort in the feedback that I had provided on the other podcasts that I just mentioned when I reread them as well. I really thought about what an impact those podcasts had on my daily life. And they're very different ones. I mean, listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, I I think, as I had mentioned in a previous episode as well. And I went through the ones that had the biggest impact and I realized that there are some podcasts that I probably use the insights that were provided in them on a daily basis. Other ones probably a weekly basis, but and other times it's just changing a perspective on life. There's a new way of seeing, you know, the world. So some things are very practical. Some of the technology podcasts I listen to, for example, are very practical advice for just getting to know what's going on in the industry. Other ones about effective writing and effective language. I find that I often think about situations almost, you know, daily with regard to those. Some of the other podcasts about having a new perspective, you know, on life, I think are just often useful in getting a a new perspective putting a new problems or situations in life in, in, into a new light uh, that somehow provides more clarity on the situation. Whether or not there's actually a lot of difference day to day in the way that I change what I do. So there are a variety of ways that these sorts of things like podcasts can change your life. But uh, think about what those are, how you would actually explain what it is that is 
of value. And then number three is, now this is the actual mechanics of how to do this. And this isn't that obvious. Even a company like Apple that uh, is really quite good at ease of use and design, some of the things like this are not that straightforward. So let me give you the steps that you need to go through for providing feedback on this podcast and you can also generalize that to others as well. So if you use iTunes, and I know the majority of you do, open it and then click on the iTunes store link on the left. Now if you look to the top right of the iTunes store screen, you'll see a search bar. And if you key into that search bar, Life Habits Mentoring, and press enter, then you'll get a, a return screen that will also include uh, the album art picture of this uh, podcast. You click on that picture and it'll take you to the dedicated page for this podcast series in iTunes. And if you look at the bottom of that screen, if you uh, scroll down to the bottom, you'll see that there is a link that says, write a review. If you click on that link, it'll prompt you if you haven't already entered your username and password, it will then prompt you for that. Uh, and that's typically your email address and then the password that you use for iTunes. And then you can provide a, a rating that is out of five stars. You just click on the star, the number of stars that you think are appropriate. And then you can provide a brief few word title and write your, what they call review, but it's basically comments and then press submit. It can be a sentence, a few words or multiple paragraphs, right? Whatever you'd like. And number four is if you have an iPhone or an iPod touch, uh, or even if you're listening to this podcast after the Apple iPad has been available and you're using that, press on the iTunes icon on the screen and then press the search button on the top right. Again, key in Life Habits Mentoring in the search bar at the top of the screen and press the Life Habits Album Art icon and then press the arrow to the right of the review and then click on or press on or touch on, you know, write a review, much like it was in the desktop version of iTunes, and then key in your password if you haven't already, rate the podcast, and then provide the short title and review, and then press send. Number five, if you have a Zoom, you can go to the Zoom marketplace, key in life habits in the search bar on the top right, find the life habits link under pod, the podcast series, Click it and the Life Habits page uh, then appears and the middle right, there is a write a review. Uh, you just click it, sign in again, just like in iTunes and provide your review and submit it. Number six, if you don't use iTunes, an iPhone, iPod, Touch or iPad or a Zune, you can leave ratings and comments on the lifehabits.net site by just going to that site, clicking on About Carl Vradenberg if you want to leave a comment about the overall series by simply scrolling to the bottom of the page, keying in your name and email address, which is not shown by the way on the site afterwards, but is required to enter a rating and comment, and then keying in your comment and pressing submit comment. You can also click on home, go to the particular podcast episode, and you can click on a rating or a comment, and then uh, completing the same information with regard to that episode. Number seven, 
If you have any suggestions that you'd like to send me, you can send them via email to lifehabits at gmail.com or via Facebook messaging at uh, facebook.com slash Carl Vradenberg or via Twitter, via twitter.com slash Carl Vradenberg as well. And the latter two, that is Facebook and Twitter, you also have to, you know, request uh, following or request being a friend and, uh, just go ahead and do that, and then uh, I will accept you into uh, one or both of those. And then after that, you can have direct communication back and forth. And you can also follow along any comments that I make, and I can follow on any comments that you make with regard to Facebook updates or, or Twitter tweets as well. Now, number eight Speaking of uh, email, Facebook, and Twitter, you can also simply tell your friends or followers about a particular podcast like this one by sending them an email, a Facebook update, or a tweet, and simply directing them to, and this is the URL for this podcast that I'd like to suggest in terms of going directly to iTunes. iTunes has really convoluted, long, long URLs, very, very difficult to share. But if you use the URL tinyurl.com slash lifehabits, okay, so tinyurl.com slash lifehabits, that'll directly take someone to the iTunes page for this podcast or lifehabits.net, which also will take you to the website. Now, I got the idea for doing a lot of these things that I'm talking about here in today's session from some of the things that a few of you have done just recently as well. So I do get a lot of uh, uh, email. I do get comments on the uh, lifehabits.net site, as well as, as, as I mentioned earlier, a little bit in the area of providing ratings and comments right in iTunes and the Zoom marketplace as well. But what I thought was really effective was Anne Zemos, a listener, had I'm connected to her on Facebook, and she had actually sent the link to the podcast series and uh, recommended it to her friends on Facebook. And I just thought that was delightful. I found it, you know, very, very heartening. And I thought it was also a really good idea that I wanted to, you know, share with you all here as well. So thanks, Anne, for that and encourage others to consider doing that as well. Number nine is to check how Life Habits is doing on iTunes in your country. There's a list of top podcasts and there's a category for health and a category underneath that for self-help. Uh, you can see how, uh, how popular and how many people are actually following this series by looking at that list. I don't look at it all that often, but when I do look at it, I'm really quite pleased when it's doing, uh, when it's appearing higher in that list and often, uh, feel like, uh, less well when uh, when it's not doing as well there. And, you know, numbers are only numbers in some respects, but they also do affect you. They really do, I think, show an indication of, of quality and, and what, uh, what types of uh, engagement a particular mechanism or technology, or in this case, a show, is, uh, is having with uh, people who are following it. So uh, you can feel good yourself, too, that you are a partner in this podcast series. And I really, really do believe that, that there are instances of, you know, topics that we do, the format that we take, the type of audience that I try to keep in mind with regard to who all are listening to this uh, podcast series. All of that comes from you from the communication, the two-way communication that you've ensured actually happens 
And you then, as a result too, when you look at the indicators of how this podcast series is doing, you can feel some pride yourself in how it's doing as well, because I truly do feel like this is a partnership and you're part of it as well. Number 10 is to, as I mentioned earlier, to take this approach and apply to other things in your life, whether it's other podcasts. And I know a number of you listen to a number of podcasts. I think that if you're like me, you know, you get started in this category of technology and content delivery and then find it to be really useful that uh, here's an instance of a format that is so convenient, especially if you have a, an MP3 player of sorts, to be able to put it on and be able to listen to it while you're driving, be able to listen to it while you're, you know, falling asleep, be able to listen to it, you know, while you're doing your chores, you can listen to it while you're running and all the while being able to, you know, repeat a section if you want, you can listen to it more than one time. It's always there, you know, for you. And as I've mentioned several times as well, many other podcasts tend to only keep up a number of episodes and then uh, the previous ones aren't available. I've been trying as much as I can with the hosting company I use to make all the episodes we've done available at all times. And that's also because these really aren't time limited, right? The types of topics that we deal with together here are really applicable always and it's unlike things that have to do with you know the news or even technology where you know everything is changed when you come back to it let's say a year later but you can easily go to you know the first episodes we did together uh, way back and uh, still find that those topics are as relevant today as they were the day they were recorded. So the idea here is that we keep them around and uh, you'll be able to use them and be able to replay them. And I know a number of you do replay them. And I might also add, I do myself occasionally. I'm certainly not perfect in these areas. And I tend to find that it's useful, even if you're fairly good at some of these topics, to do the refresher and also just to replay the podcast because it's a nice way, even for myself, to go through and focus on the topics that I think myself are even important to focus on for myself. So here's a case where you don't necessarily have to take this as brand new material that you don't know anything about. A lot of the time, these topics we deal with are in fact topics that you're fairly aware of already. Some of the time, it's just a reminder. Some of the time, it's just a putting focus on that topic once again. And having used the top 10 format, it's a really easy way, again, even just for me to go through these again, to remind myself, have I thought about that? And have I thought about that? And am I on top of that? And it just is a nice uh, refresher, as I mentioned. So that's the case for this one. But also this number 10 is all about, you know, once let's say you've gone through and done, uh, provided some feedback here on this session, think through the other, you know, podcasts that you listen to, go into their commenting section and provide some feedback on it. No matter how big or small or popular or, you know, the number of followers that, that a particular podcast has, I can assure you that whoever it is that's putting that together would get huge value from 
hearing from you and the particular perspective, the very personal uh, perspective. I mean, you have to watch a little bit what you say in these spaces, not to get too personal, but I think it really is something that everybody that puts things together like this out there for other people to use and consume really would value you know, feedback. And that takes us back to the episode we did on, on gratitude and expressing gratitude that when we talked about that it's, it feels good to receive gratitude from others. It also feels really good to give gratitude as well. Like I said, when I reflected on that comment that I made, you know, some four years ago on one of the podcasts I listen to on a regular basis, it really made me feel good to reread it and think, yeah. And and it turned out actually that the person that runs that uh, podcast also had uh, read that comment and also had provided additional feedback via email. And I know it was really well received. It also felt good just to connect with the person that produces it as well. So this is a human exercise that goes on here. This is a interaction between humans that is mediated by technologies like the, you know, the recording and the, the MP3 players or the computers that you listen to, to this on. But fundamentally, this is still a human exercise of person to person from me directly to you, as well as you potentially directly, you know, back to me as well. So think about a feedback for certainly the other podcasts, but also even think of it more broadly. Now, the podcast we did on expressing gratitude, you know, gives a lot of good advice in this topic area. But think too about not only the expressing gratitude in environments where you deal with the person on a day-to-day basis. That was largely what the, you know, expressing gratitude sort of episode was about. But The theme, I think, in today's session is also to think about expressing gratitude and feedback in ways that are non-traditional, in ways that are, and it's to people who are involved in your life in a variety of ways, but aren't necessarily the person down the street. They're not necessarily the person that you're you're working with. It's not the parent of a friend of, of yours. It's not the uh, the colleagues at school that you have. It's not a member of the you know sports team uh, that you're on. But in fact, it's uh, somebody that comes to you electronically. And I think with the trends in computer technology, in social media in particular, within technology, increasingly we're having to deal with and we are having interactions with others that are uh, purely technical and purely technology mediated. So I think it's also important to make that connection back again to the person-to-person aspects of this as well and not just see it as here's a voice that comes through your headset or your speakers on a regular basis, but actually uh, cycle back and connect with them as well. So in conclusion, I'd really like you to think through in general in life, as I mentioned, think through all the things that impinge upon your life, whether they be in person, whether they be technology mediated, what do you appreciate about them? And then very importantly, provide feedback on each of those as well. And, And I hope going through this list of top 10 will provide you with the knowledge and skills and steps to be able to do this more, especially in cases like this with regard to podcasts, 
for this and other podcasts, as I'd mentioned, so that you can more effectively provide that feedback on a regular basis. And let me also say, if you would like to see some level of new format, new topics, suggestions, you know, some criticisms that you have, please send those to me directly as well. Prefer those in the format of an email to lifehabits at gmail.com. I really would like to continuously improve the format, the content, the delivery of this uh, podcast series. And so if you have ideas like that too, send those along. If you don't feel like providing feedback on these types of podcasts, you're not obligated to. You don't need to at all. But all I'm suggesting is that this particular podcast for the foreseeable future will remain advertising free. And the only thing it runs on is gratitude. So I'd like to uh, request that you do that if you feel so inclined, but don't feel at all like there is any obligation to do it either. So I apologize for my voice being not quite the way that it normally is each of these episodes, but at least we got through the session today. We'll be picking this up again this time very soon with a uh, guest that will be coming on the podcast as well. A very exciting set of topics. And as I mentioned off the top of the show, we also have a lot of exciting topics coming up. And a little reminder again, too, that if you'd like to have any of those topics moved to the top of the list, as well as if you have any additional comments to make, please send those along as well. So I won't end this podcast with saying, oh, and by the way, if you'd like to provide any feedback, because the whole episode has been on that topic, so we will finish it at this point now. But let me just express my sincere gratitude to all of you for continuing to listen to this podcast series. I truly, truly do value the fact that you do, the kind of feedback that you provide, And I really do hope that the information that I provide in this series is of use to you. Thanks ever so much. I'll talk to you all next time and bye for now.